Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a daily podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. So if you live in the Northeast, if you live in New York, Philly, Boston, anywhere on the East Coast, Northeast, it is a snow day. So yesterday was kind of the snow day. Today is really the snow day because today is the day you have to shovel out the car and shovel before you go to work. And it's kind of gross. But um, for me, I ended up shoveling at three o'clock in the morning. Why? I do not know. But here I am ready to speak to you guys about getting financially free. So one of the things I wanted to do today, it's Thursday, and I wanted to kind of throw back to a fundamental. I think I had mentioned last week, we're going to try to do that sometimes. It's just throw back to a fundamental aspect of how you can get your financial emancipation. So I talk a lot about uh, the fundamentals of telling the truth about finances and being honest about finances. And so there are many ways in which that comes into play. And one of the things that it comes into play, and I've seen this kind of happening, has a lot to do with gift giving. And so gift giving is something that we we tend to do a, lo- a lot less when we get older, meaning you give gifts to only certain people, probably people really close in your life, maybe your spouse, your significant other, your children, your siblings, if you guys are close, your parents, if they're still living, your maybe a couple of your closest friends, and maybe you don't give gifts for every holiday, maybe you just give either birthday or you give Christmas, depends. But in the spirit of gift giving, there are also the times when you have uh, significant events, there are weddings, there are um, there are baby showers, there are bridal showers, there are events for which there are life events that gifts are given as well. Once everyone starts to have children, there are birthday parties and things and children get gifts as well. So there's this whole thing about gift giving and it's, it, it speaks to the honesty in finances because there's this aspect. So while your birthday comes up every year, your significant event, your wedding comes once in your lifetime, you know, or maybe twice, three times, depend on your life. Your wedding comes, your baby shower comes, you know, every time you have a child, your children, these things come, right? But as far as events for an individual, they have their own events, meaning their own significant events, their own birthdays, their own things, and then those two of the ones around them. And quite often in relationships, there are expectations around gifts to be given that are usually unspoken. So, If you happen to be getting married and you have an expectation of a friend to give you a certain gift, you could be disappointed if you don't receive that gift that you expected from that person. That expectation could be based on their, whatever you perceive to be their financial situation. It could be, the expectation could be based on gifts you've given them in the past. The expectation could be just based on the, the closeness of your friendship. There are many reasons or many things that could cause an expectation. What often doesn't come into play is a truthful discussion about the person's finances. So you could be choosing to get married at a point in time where this person's finances are not kind of where they where they want them to be or where they can spare, etc. So if you're getting married and you decide that you're going to have a wedding and your wedding is going to cost $150 per person, you would think, okay, well, as part of wedding etiquette, you know, you're supposed to get that equivalent from each person as the money in the card or something like that. There's all these, you know, Emily posts and we can save that for another another podcast. But you, you're expecting that. And maybe because you chose to have the wedding that you wanted at the cost that you wanted, at the cost you could afford, hopefully. We're going to do another podcast another day about special events and why you, how you can afford those. But 
there's a there's an idea that you got the wedding that you wanted at the cost that you wanted and so to look at other people when they give you gifts who are your friends and say oh well I paid you know I spent $150 per person and this person only gave me $75 in a card that is that could be what that person could afford and I think that there could be tension there Tension can be caused between relationships when there's not a level of honesty, right? And so if you're the person who is getting married, having this significant event, you need to manage your expectations. That's the first thing. Because if you're not having honest conversations with your friends, you should manage expectations around the gift they will give you for any event, whether it's your wedding, your baby shower, or your birthday, you should manage that. And if you're the person giving the gift, and you know that the gift is not at the at the part or the amount or whatever the value or whatever your expert your friend's expectation is. You guys should be having open dialogue about this, but most of the time people are not. And tension has been built many a times over significant events or gifts between friends, and because they're not having honest conversations about their finances. Now, if the person who was giving the gift was talking to me, I would explain to them to either give the gift you can afford or don't attend. And not attending is not always an option, right? To not attend your your best friend's wedding or your closest friend's wedding because you don't have, you know, a gift that, that lines up with what Emily Post standards are seems silly. But there are times when some people who get into wedding mode would really not want you to come rather than have spent the money and not get it back from you. And I know that that sounds crazy, but that is actually somehow, sometimes how people handle significant events and weddings. You know, if you are a person who really counts money that way as far as your significant event, the question becomes, could you afford the event? And that's another part of honesty and financial honesty that you need to have is could you afford the event that you had if you're dependent on people attending, kind of giving you back certain levels of gifts. Now, we could have a longer discussion about why significant events, birthdays, baby showers, weddings should be about celebrating with people and not gifts, but that would be a conversation that's not being totally honest on my end because I recognize that gift giving is part of significant events. And there are at points and times where you as an individual who is walking towards your financial emancipation will be asked and, and, and invited to participate in significant events that may or may not have been in your plan for your finances. And therefore you have to respond accordingly. So if you get a wedding invitation and it's two months from now, you already know in advance you need to make, if you're going to attend, you need to make some provisions because it's not just attending the wedding and putting a gift in a card it's about buying an outfit and shoes and if you have to go with your spouse it's about making that you know an outfit for that person and, and buying a gift so there's a lot to it so you make decisions based on that and I think that your finances should always be in the forefront of your mind but also being able to be honest about it so if you were to call up your friend and say listen I love to come to your event meaning let's take it off of a wedding a wedding is far more serious let's take it to a birthday one that comes every year if you wanted to say to the person listen I understand it's your birthday and you're having dinner at, you know, at Mr. Charles and I would love to come, but right now Mr. Charles is not in my budget. So can you and I do something different, something that's more in line with what I can afford? That's a better way to handle that rather than just not showing up or just declining to attend, right? On the flip side, if you are a person and you're having a birthday event and you want to have a group event, unless your friends are Mr. Child people and I mean all of them, you are running the risk of isolating your friends based on finances simply because you can afford to go to Mr. Charles. 
You have to both be sensitive on both sides. There is no reason if you know that all of your friends do not go to Miss Child's and that's not an easy thing. And just because it's your birthday, you're going to decide to have a birthday dinner at Mr. Child's. It's, it's not fair. And it's not honest. And the person, I know people would say, why should I not be able to eat Mr. Child's? It's my birthday. That's not, no one's saying that. You should absolutely eat Mr. Child's, but you should not put together a birthday dinner with your friends to celebrate at a restaurant that is far above all of their price point, knowing that and knowing that some people are going to just decline because they're going to say, I'm F that, I'm not doing it. And other people are going to just come and overspend till they can participate. And that's not fair on your end. So there's a ways in which both parties should be more honest, should be speak truthfully. And you can say, you can go and do the other thing that you want to do and be considerate of the people who are in your life. If the goal is to simply celebrate with those people, if the goal is to have someone come and buy you Mr. Childs, you can do that with one person. You don't need a group to do that. So consider that. And again, it's the same thing with significant events. If you're having a baby shower and because you're having a child and, and you, the time you send me the invitation, it's just not in my budget right now to buy you a gift. And that means any gift, not a $30 gift, not a $50 gift. It's just not in my budget, right? Does that mean I should not attend your shower? And that's what some people do. They don't attend. Oh, I have something to do. They don't attend. But when really they do want to go and celebrate with the person, but they feel the pressure of the gift giving and they don't feel like they're able to get, have an honest conversation with the person and say, listen, I really can't right now. And there are people who hold animosity towards their friends and family when they cannot financially, particularly if they're a person who's in a good financial space. We need to consider that that's wrong. And that's as far as I'm going to elaborate on it. It's not nice. <laughs> and so we need to consider that because if we're all being financially honest and we're speaking honestly about money and our, and, and our position when we have these significant events, I think there will be more, we will be more inclined to appreciate a person's honesty and therefore a person's effort rather than making assumptions about what they, the reasons why they did what they did. And you don't want to be on the, on the end of being the person who is having assumptions and probably bad assumptions made about them on the other end of gift giving when it could just have been that you didn't have it at the time. So that was, I just wanted to kind of throw back to that fundamental and talk a little bit about that uh, aspect of gift giving, significant events, and how that all plays into your finances. Remember, when you're going towards being financially free, you have to plan, you have to stick to your plan, you have to execute, and you have to be willing to make some sacrifices in order to stay on the path to your financial emancipation. And unfortunately, sometimes those sacrifices entail saying no, stepping out, or not attending significant events for people. And that's the decision that you have to make for your long-term financial freedom sometimes times so if you haven't already done so please head on over to instagram and follow me at financial emancipation follow me on twitter at fin emancipation follow me on facebook and join the facebook group um, at financial emancipation if you have any questions for me feel free to send me an email at financial emancipation at gmail.com if you're listening to this podcast on itunes please please rate review and subscribe to the podcast on itunes if you're if you're a, a user of um droid phones you can go ahead and keep listening to the podcast on soundcloud search financial emancipator or the financial emancipation podcast thank you so much for listening today and i hope you'll be back tomorrow as we wrap up this week and discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation getting free from the burden of your finances have a great day